Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. He was crying and pleading, saying, Lord, breathe on me.
my God, my God, send the fire. Send the fire. Let it burn in me. He said, burn my hands. Burn my eyes. Burn my ears, Lord God. Burn your Holy Ghost fire in me. Ooh, that's powerful. Oh, my God. That is powerful. Ooh, good afternoon, citizens. How are you all doing this afternoon? Praise be to God that we are here to see another day, a day to worship and praise him. And we glad about it. Amen. Amen. I want to thank everyone that's joining us today and those that desire to be here but didn't make it. Um, Sister Margaret. Yes. Can you open us up in prayer, sis? Sure. Thank you. Father God, we thank praise and we magnify you. We lift you up, Lord. For you are Lord of Lords and King of Kings. You are the first and the last. You are the beginning and our ending. We reference you on this morning, Father God. We thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. We thank you for covering and keeping us throughout the week, Father God. We thank you for covering our children. We thank you for this service, Father God. We bless the woman of God that will bring forth the word, Father God. We pray that something will be said to change the hearts of your people, Father God. And we just ask that you dwell among us this morning, Father God, and for always. As we uh, seek to understand your word, Father God, give us a fresh revelation, Father God, a fresh anointing, Father God. And renew a clean spirit in our hearts, Father God. These are our blessings. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Renew a right spirit. Give us a clean heart, Lord God. Amen. Amen. We so need that one. Okay, we're going to have words of encouragement by uh, Prophetess uh, Patrice. Amen. 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 Um, Good afternoon, everyone. Our words of encouragement will be coming out of Philippians 1 and 6. When you have it, say amen. You need a minute, say hold up. (laughs) Hold up. One and six. Amen. Amen. Okay. And so it says, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And so um, this word gives us encouragement um, because, you know, when you first get saved, you may have an idea of how you want your walk to look, or you may just be, you know, just happy that, you know, you made it in. Either way, as you go along, you kind of have in your mind what it's supposed to look like. 
And then, but sometimes, you know, God will take you into places that you, you know, had no thought or desire to, to go into, but, you know, it's his purpose for you. And you have to be encouraged and remember that you need to just follow him, even though it might look funny to you and you're kind of wondering, like, okay, why are we over here, Lord? Um, <laughs> the, the work that he's going to do in you, he's going to be there with you the whole time, even though it may seem foreign to you. You know, he's going to be with you, and he's going to get you to whatever expected place that he designed for you before he made you. Amen. So, and so that's that's encouraging. And, and for me personally, I'm I'm there right now. All right like now. God, he keeps walking in the places, and I stop at the door, and I'm like, okay, Lord, why are we, why are we going up in here? You know, I'm trying to look through the window and see what's in there, and he's like, come on, let's go. <laughs> but, I, you know, I'm understanding now that I just got to keep following him. You know, it might not look like what I thought it was supposed to look like, but, you know, I just got to keep following him, and he's going to get me to wherever it is I'm supposed to be. So, Amen. you know, everybody just be encouraged. Just keep following him, even if it ain't looking like what you thought it was going to look like. He got your back. And just follow them, and if it'll be all right, you're going to get to where you're supposed to be. Amen. Amen. <laughs> that was a good word of encouragement, I'm telling yes, you. Because uh, we all have been there or are there or just keep living. You're, you're going to be there. <laughs> Amen. In that place where, you know, you just, why am I here? What you want me to do? Out of your comfort zone. That's what it is. Yes. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Out of your comfort zone. <laughs> and we we be so blessed in, in, in that place right there. When we get out of our comfort zone, it's such a blessed place for us. It's a learning place for us. It's a place where we get to really understand and see and know some of the things that God had put in us. Because if we don't use them, if we don't, you know, then we don't even know they're there. Amen. <laughs> so he just be taking us where you can uh, 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 open up your spirit and understand, wow, that's in me to do? Really? <laughs> you know, it's one thing to read about it, but it's a whole nother one to live it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Thank you, prophetess. That was awesome. That was awesome right there. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Uh, our scripture reading is in uh, Genesis 1. Genesis 1. Uh, verse 26. Verse 26 to 27. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over all the wild animals of the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind. 
in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. You know, um, many times people uh, 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 have the argument of um, how uh, Adam and and, and, uh, how much people came from just Adam and Eve and Adam and Eve having their children. They want to say that, you know, it was um, incestual and... um, this scripture right here tells us he made humankind. He's not saying he just made Adam and Eve. He made mankind. More than just those two people were made at the time. So that that really blessed me because, you know, I, I, I hear that a lot. And I'm sure you all have heard people argue about, you know, where it was only just Adam and Eve, you know. And, okay, so they made babies and they had uh, uh, um, Cain and Abel, so how did other people be made, you know? And the, the sisters and brothers laid with each other, you know? And no, that wasn't it. God made more than just Adam and Eve. He made humankind. He said uh, male and female, he created them. You know, so that that's a that's an answer to that 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 uh, argument. That's an answer to that argument. I love it when we get to knock down, you know, some of that 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 foolishness that um, man come up with in order to uh, try to. Um, say that there is no God or that our God is not the God that we know him to be. You know, right. and, and, not to, and, and not to cut you off, but when Cain got banished and when he left, he found other people. Exactly. Exactly. So there had to, God, that lets you know that God made more than two people. He and, made humans. But the story is based around the two that disobeyed. Well, the one that exactly. disobeyed given the commandment exactly. and disobeyed the command. That's what it's about. Right. But well, exactly. detail. And that's why it's foolish. You know, details want to take out bits and pieces to have an argument on. To connect with the story. Amen. Amen. You hear what I said, though? Details give you the emotion to connect with the story. The details give you the emotion to connect with the story. Is that what you said? Yeah. Amen. We're not emotional people, though, right? Yeah, we are very emotional. But he just gives us the part that that is important, the most important part, and that's to to let us know that what disobedience will get us. That's what what it's about. 
But we're going to go into that in our um, lesson today. So uh, let's not go ahead of ourselves. But, yeah, we're going to cover some of that in our uh, lesson today. <clears throat> so I'm going to uh, play one more um, praise and worship song, and then we'll go into our lesson.
and the origin of the first kingdom, how it was uh, set up and why it was set up. I hope you have your pens and, and, and paper. Amen. And and this book is 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 um not the Bible. No, it's not the Bible, but it is taking us basically in the same um, position of the Bible because all that I, where we are right now is about Genesis. It's the book of Genesis. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead on. Man was created to exercise power and designed to manage it. The motivating purpose for the creation of the human species was to dominate the earth and its resources. The result of the creator's desire to extend his ruleship from the supernatural realm to the physical realm. His plan and program was to do this through a family of spiritual children. We, he, would call his sons. The record of this creative act is found in Genesis 1.26. Then God said, let us make man in our own image, our likeness, and let them rule, have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him. Male and female, he created them. And that was the scripture, Genesis 1, 26-27. This is the first declaration of God's intent for us and encompasses the total purpose, assignment, potential, passion, and design of man as an entity. This statement is the key to man's natural desires, sense of purpose, and fulfillment in life. There are a number of critical principles embedded in this first mission statement of God concerning man's creation. Okay, so we're going to break that down. We're going to break it down a little bit. So the first uh, um, principle we see is man was both created and made. This is just, uh, when I read this, it was just awesome. So let me see if I can give it to you the way I got it. Okay. Man was both created and made. Both of these words are important and very distinctively different in the original Hebrew language. The word created is from the the Hebrew word bara, B-A-R-A. B-A-R-A. That's the Hebrew word for created, which means to create from nothing. And the word make is form, it is from the Hebrew word asa, 
A-S-A. Asa. Asa is the Hebrew word for make, which means to form from something that is already created. Ain't that something? Therefore, man is the integration integration of parts that were created from nothing and things that were already made. Come on now. Amen. Wow. Ain't that something? Man. This mystery describes the production of man's spirit being directly from the spirit of God, thus making man a compass, a, a compass of the nature, attributes, and characteristics of his source which is God, the creator himself. Wow. I had never even saw that in that scripture. We, he created them, and he made us in his image. Remember, it says, let us make man in our image. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. So we was made and created. That just blew me away. That gave me so much uh, uh revelation knowledge as to who we really are and how we really got here and how we are in the likeness of God. You know, we, we got this thing that we always say looking like our daddy. You know, do you, you look like your daddy, you know, and, and, and this really lets you know that every last one of us were born with the spark of divinity. Meaning we were created with the intricate parts of God. The nature, the attributes, and the characteristics of God, the creator himself. This truth is critical when discussing the spirit of dominion in mankind. It is also noteworthy at this point to understand that the word for source, S-O-U-R-C, in the original Hebrew, is the word Abba, which we translate as Father. This is why God is considered the father of all mankind. He sourced us all 
and thus we possess his nature and likeness. Number two, man was made in God's image. The word image here is not referring to physical likeness, but is translated from the Hebrew word, all right, y'all, I'm going to try it. Well, how about I just spell it? The Hebrew word is two words now. This is the first word. Tesselum. T-S-E-L-E-M. And Dumut. D-E-M-U-T. The word image is the is for is from the Hebrew words of T S E L E M and D E M U T, both meaning essential nature, copy, characteristics, and essence. This denotes that man as a spirit being is an expression of God's moral and spiritual nature. And his attributes make him God-like with the little g. And place him above and beyond all earthly creations in essence. Man was created by God in the God class and was given the responsibility to exercise that quality as God's agents on earth. That reminds me of that scripture, uh, who is man that he may be considered? Why um we know this 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 really helps us understand you know really who we are to God, you know where he placed us you know it's it, it it's one thing for us to you know hear that you know we the son of God, God is our daddy, you know and and that's all good, you know, but it's another thing to understand why and how it came to be. Because remember, we are we are a spirit in a dirt body with a soul. We try a pod, so to speak. We're a trinity like God is a trinity. Amen. Number three, God created man. This word man is important because it does not refer to gender as in male, but was the name given by the creator for the species of spirits that came out of his spirit. In essence, man is plural. In 
tenth and was the name given to the spirit species. It is also essential to note that spirits have no gender, and thus man is neither male nor female, but pure spirit. So it's not until he took our spirit and put us Amen, Massachusetts. It, it, it was not until man took our God, um, um, until God took our spirit and put us in the dirt body that we became a gender. Wow. That that. Hmm. My mind is going somewhere else with that uh, <laughs> with that thought about uh, homosexuality. Hmm, I'm gonna have to plunder on that uh, uh, for a minute. Okay. Spirits have no gender. And thus man is neither male nor female, but pure spirit. So, okay. The creator said, I, do anybody uh, kind of see what I'm seeing here with that? <laughs> wow. Okay, the creator said, let them have dominion over the earth. This statement is most critical and contains the secret to the to the transfer of power and authority from God to man. Uh, man from heaven to earth and from the unseen to the seen world. This is the foundation. Wait a minute, let me read that again. This, uh, the creator said, let them have dominion over the earth. This statement contains the secret to the transfer of power and authority from God to man, from heaven to earth, and from the unseen to the same world. This is the foundation of divine delegation of responsibility for management and rulership over the earth to man. So right there, God has given us who we are and what we're supposed to be doing. This is significant because the nature of God's holiness and integrity does not allow him to violate his own words. Thus, when God spoke these words, he established the condition of his relationship 
to earth through mankind. He did not say, let us have dominion over the earth, as that would have given him legitimate access to earth without reference to mankind. But by these words, he established mankind as the only legal authority on earth with the power of attorney to act on his behalf. Perhaps this is why God has never done anything on earth without the cooperation of a human entity. Wow. And was ultimately the reason for the necessity of his entrance into the human race as a man. Remember, because God's spirit, Jesus was all God and all man. He came just like we came. And that is the only way that God could come on earth and and have dominion on earth, be able to do anything on earth, is that he had to come through a dirt body. No spirit without a dirt body can do anything on earth legally. That's why, and this is so important for us to understand, because demons are spirits. And they have to operate, to operate on earth, they have to come through a dirt body. That's why they, um, that's why God tells us, mm, come on now, uh, Ephesians 6, that we do not wrestle with flesh and blood. Though we see flesh and blood before us acting out and, and, and coming up against us, we have to understand that it is the spirit of the dark side that's operating in them to do these things against the spirit of God that's in us. So when uh, when um, God was uh, uh, Jesus was talking to Peter, and he said, "Get get get thee behind me, Satan." Yes, he was looking at Peter. Peter was the one that was acting out. But Jesus knew that it was the spirit in Peter that was making Peter's dirt body do these things. Amen. Come on now. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. I'm going to tell y'all because, see, I have, uh, uh, it, this took me a long time to even try to, just, it was it was like almost like one of those things that you say, okay, God, I'm just going to take you at face value with this. You know what I'm saying? It is some things in the Bible. I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to be transparent here. It's some things that in the Bible that I have not quite got the understanding to it. Amen. <laughs> but you know what I have gotten is that okay, let me put this in my in my in, in my thought banks over here somewhere. And let me get back to it when I get a revelation on it. You know what I'm saying? Amen. And, and, and that scripture, let me find that scripture. Because, man, I tell you, I, I had a problem with that. Uh, uh, it ain't the people that's uh, um, doing the, the uh, stuff to you. 
It's the spirit. It's the spirit behind him. Well, it looked like to me, it was her that hit me. It was her that, 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 uh, you know, was acting a fool. It was her that was talking against me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Man, that just made it so clear right there. That made it all clear. That really cleared it up real good. Where am I going to? Ephesians 6, 12. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil, in the heavenly places. Wow. That's the that's the explanation for that scripture right there. And that's why we have because remember he kicked Lucifer out of heaven. And Lucifer came here with a third of, of of the angels that was bad like Lucifer. So God didn't send us here and, and, and didn't give us no power to be able to fight him. And this is what we got to understand, that we got the power to defeat Satan. It, 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 I don't care what it is that he pulled. We've got the power to defeat him because we are the legal agents on earth. And anything that we bind up on earth, heaven will agree with us and bind it up in heaven. So those are two powers together. Now imagine the enemy in between because you've got your heavenly place and your earthly place. And the enemy in between that power. Come on now. Amen. That's going to kill him. Even when we can't get to the thought that, you know, Jesus already defeated him. Remember, Jesus went to hell and got the keys while uh, 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 Christ was on the cross. No, Christ went to hell and got the keys while Jesus was on the cross. I'm sorry. So he was already defeated. God has never done anything on earth without the cooperation of a human entity. This is why we need to be walking and talking and acting in who God say we are. So that he can use us to bring his kingdom to heaven kingdom to earth. Earth should look like the kingdom of God. It should operate in the same dominion as the kingdom of heaven. That was his purpose for bringing us here. So that we would make this place be like heaven. But for ourselves. 
And, you know, when you go back and you think about how much man has done on here, how he killed so many African Americans, how he killed so many Jews, how, you know, oh, man, man is so wicked, and we are so lost as to who we are and what we're supposed to be doing here on earth. Amen. So, it, it, you know, this should be a movement of God going forth in the land. But it, 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 the, the, the teaching on the kingdom seems to be something that you have to almost do in, in secret. People just not accepting it. They're not getting it. And as God uh, reminded me, they killed my son for teaching this. So that lets you know how important it is for us to get this. Amen. Let me see. So we know that God has to use us, our dirt bodies, to get stuff done here on the earth. And that's why we can't not like people. That's why we can't isolate ourselves. That's why we need to go back and and, and and get as close to who God brought us to earth to be so that we can operate in the ways of God. Man, that makes so much sense. Oh, my God, that makes so much sense. You know what I'm saying? Instead of us looking at it like, you know, well, God wants us to do this and he wants us to do that, like as if it's a task. A list of tasks that God wants us to do because God don't want us to have no fun. It's all for a reason. And you've got the choice. You really do have the choice to want him to manifest himself through you or not. Because I believe that Well, I ain't going to say that. I'll go back to that another day. But we do have the choice. And the choice is, I believe, when we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. Then we connect ourselves back to the Spirit of God. Amen. Or when we, can, when we say we want Jesus to be Lord over our life, then we're saying, God, we want you to use us. In, 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 you know, and, and purpose us in the reason that you brought us to earth for. We open ourselves, use our body as a sacrifice. That, that opens up that scripture. That puts life into that scripture. That's why our body needs to be holy. So that the Spirit of God, the Creator, can use it for His people. Wow. 
Okay, so his entrance into the human race as a man. Consequently, Jesus the man made Christ the God legal on earth. This is the power mankind has on planet earth. Wow. Jesus the man. That's what I was saying. Jesus was on the cross. The man was on the cross. But Christ the God came off the cross to go into hell and get the keys. Wow. So that's almost like us that's been um, bound to drugs and alcohol or sex addiction or whatever, us that's been bound down to some type of addiction. This is what it looks like to me that the flesh of me, the, the, the dirt body, is leery to go into those dens, those uh, places where we used to hang out when we were operating only in our flesh. But that spirit in us say, come on, we can do this thing. Just let me take over. I just need you to walk us in there because I need them dirt feet and legs you got. I need you to walk us in this place. But once you get us in there, then you bow down and move out the way and let the spirit take over. And we're going to bring some folks out with us. Come on. Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Man. Hallelujah. Wow. Mm. Number five. Let them have dominion. This is the most fundamental uh, principle for understanding the nature and the desires of mankind. Here the creator expresses clearly, empathetically, why he created man. This statement leaves no doubt as to what motivated his creating man and his expectations of man's behavior. Let them have dominion. It also establishes man's assignment and the standard of success for his existence. This word, dominion, lays the foundation for the kingdom concept as it relates to God's purpose and plan for the human species. Let them have dominion. That is so powerful. And how many times we just read past that like, you know, we was reading the the, the, the back of the box of cereal or something. God created man and he gave him dominion. Do you really know what dominion is? Number six. He said, because um, now we we breaking down that scripture. Uh, first, um, first Genesis twenty six to twenty seven. That's what we're doing here. We're breaking it down. So now the sixth 
principle is over the fish of the sea, birds of the air, the living stock, earth, and all that creeps upon the ground. This statement is crucial as it defies the nature and boundaries of the rulership of mankind. Uh, this is what the uh, master should have read. See, he didn't get this understanding back then. It is essential to note that the human entity is not included in the context of man's domination. The implication is that God, the creator, never, never intended man to rule over or dominate his own kind. Amen. Somebody should have showed that to master. Amen. But rather to rule the creation and resources of earth. Man, this needs to be taught so uh, in so many different places. I, I you know, it, 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 if that don't speak to racism, I, I don't know what to do. You know, they say everything we need in life, we can find it. We can find every answer we need for life. We can find the answer in the Bible, and and, and that ain't no lie. That ain't no lie. Okay, so now we're going to, what time is it? 1.04. Okay, we're going to go to 1.30, I hope. What is dominion? Why we need to be on one accord. Now, okay, now we know who we are, why our spirit has to come to earth and be inside this dirt body. What we supposed to do on this earth? God done gave us all of that. We know all of that. We know how we was made. We know that we was created, and we know that we was made in the images of God. So, now, what is dominion? In the art of human communication... It is understood that successful communication is only possible when the terms and the concepts used between the subject and object of that communication are the same. This is going to teach us why we need to be on one accord. What God's words say, uh, how can you be in agreement? How can two be in agreement? How can two walk together? Hey, there you go. Unless they're in agreement. There you go. That's what this is going to teach us. And this is why. Therefore, before we proceed any further in this most important discussion of the kingdom concept, 
it is necessary for us to have a fundamental understanding of the root of this concept of dominion as it pertains to the kingdom concept. The Creator's first declaration of man's purpose for creation is hidden in this word dominion. And for man to understand himself and his purpose, it is imperative that this word be thoroughly understood. Okay, here we go. The words dominion or rule are phenomenous and derive their meanings from the same root words. The Hebrew words from which the concept of kingdom dominion comes are rendered. Margaret, I hope you could put this up on the uh on the on the uh, board. I'ma spell it. Marshall. M A S H A L Then it's Mamlaka. These are the Hebrew words for the word dominion or rule. M A M L A K A H And then it's Malkut, M-A-L-K-U-T. The definition of these words include to rule, sovereignty, to reign, Kingdom, to master, to be king, royal rule, and kingly. The term Mamlaka, M-A-M-L-A-K-A-H, also signifies the area and the people that constitute a kingdom. It is important to note that the concept of king was also considered the embodiment of kingdom. See, the king is is viewed as a symbol of the kingdom. Can you repeat that from to rule? Okay. What those words mean, the definition Mm -hmm. of these words include to rule, comma, sovereignty, comma. Sovereignty. Sovereignty, yes. Okay. To reign, comma, 
Okay. Kingdom, comma, Okay. To master, comma. Okay. To be king, comma. Okay. Royal rule, comma. Okay. And kingly, comma. Kingly. Kingly. L-Y. King L-Y. Okay. I got it. Okay. So... It is important for us to understand the concept of king as it considers, was also considered the embodiment of kingdom. That means the king was viewed as the symbol of the kingdom. So, you only could be a king when you own a kingdom. When you belong to the kingdom, to a kingdom. You know what I'm saying? These people out here holler about their kings and stuff, and they don't even own a house. Come on on now. (laughs) Therefore, the definition of dominion can be crafted in the following way. And this is something, I'm going to go slow with this so y'all can write this down, because this is very important. For us to know and get in our spirit. This is the pure definition of dominion. To be given dominion means to be established. As a sovereign, kingly ruler, comma, master, comma, governor, comma, responsible for Reigning over a designated territory, comma, with the inherent authority. To represent and embody as a symbol the territory, comma, resources. You said as a symbol? <coughs> mm-hmm. Embodied as a symbol, not the comma. Okay. The territory, comma, resources, comma, and all that constitutes that kingdom. 
That should be memorized, understood, and embraced by the spirit of every man. If we are if we are to understand the original purpose and will of God, our Creator, for our existence, we need to know that and know it well. With that understanding, we can appreciate the gravity of the first proclamation of God, the creator, concerning mankind. Man was created with a dominion mandate over earth, giving him responsibility for representing the kingdom, government of God on earth. Mankind is heaven's earthly agency for kingdom rulership influence. Mankind is intended to embody the nature of God on earth and serve as his divine representative in the physical world. The creation and commissioning of man was the first introduction and establishment of the kingdom of heaven on earth. Wow. Wow. So we was given dominion. We was given a mandate over the earth with the responsibility for representing the kingdom government of God on earth. That just makes so much sense because when we think about, and most of us believe that we all spent time with God in heaven before we ever came to earth. That would be the only way. I mean, you know, how would we even know how to imitate what uh, heaven looked like. You know, we remembering it through this teaching. It is so many times that I read a passage in this and it turns a light bulb on in my head. Amen. It's just, it's mind-blowing. It really, it is. It really, it is. 
kingdom of kings, it is also vital to apprehend that God's design for heaven's earthly kingdom is totally distinct from the scripture and ideology of earthly kingdoms established by men. The proclamation by the Creator in Genesis 1.26 for man to have dominion over all the earth was given to the entire species of mankind, both male and female. This is a fundamental precept as it renders all mankind rulers or kings in the earth. In fact, this mandate further establishes the Creator's intent for mankind to rule not over one another, but to exercise their royal sovereignty as a corporate kingship responsible to master, govern, rule, control, and manage the earth and its resources. Therefore, all mankind is created, rulers and kings. Mankind is the kingdom of kings. Wow. That makes sense as to why uh, Jesus is king of kings. Amen. This concept is uh, echoed in the word of God to the entire nation of Israel through Moses. When they were released from the oppression of the kingdom of Egypt under Pharaoh. Now, and uh, we read from Exodus 19, uh, chapter 19, verse 5 and 6. I, I, I appreciate you, Marissa. Um, now, if you obey me fully... And keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. Uh, this is what he told Israel when they when he brought them out when they was released from the uh, uh, kingdom of Egypt. The intent of the establishment of God's original kingdom of kings was to extend His rulership, His will, and nature from heaven. To earth. His desire was to manifest his glorious character 
his wisdom, his righteous judgment, and purpose in the earth realm through the administrative leadership of mankind on earth. Man, just imagine what earth would be like if we all knew this, if we all lived this. All mankind is created rulers and kings. All mankind. Wow. Could you imagine, you know, and, and when you think about that, and, and, and you think about how um, when Jesus said he came, and he came to give us life and give it to us in abundance, and you think about the people that, just so ready to go back to heaven because they can't get no peace here on earth. That's not what God intended for us, not to have peace on earth. Yeah, he said we was going to have trials and tribulations. He said trouble will come. But when we understand that we have control over all that's here, I think trouble would look a different way to us. Amen. You know, especially when he teaches us that if you bind that thing up on earth, I stand with you and bind it in heaven. And we already know whatever he speaks, it, 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 it's going to happen. Imagine if we did this on a wide scale. I just want us to get it on, on, on in our family and in our ministry so that we can be the walking, talking epistles of teaching kingdom living, kingdom principles. Amen. You know what I'm saying? But when people see and hear us and, 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 and see us manifest the power and authority of God in our lives, in our area that God has designated to us, that they'll say, I mean, now you truly can hear people say, wow, what is that you know? What is that you do? How you live like that? Who told you you could do that and you could say that? And I truly believe that we are going to be that manifestation to the world. You know, I'm not saying we the only ones. It, 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 I'm sure there are many people that got this, that that got that got this this uh teaching and is holding on to it and is living through it, and they are also teaching it to others. Patrice, this is why I always be talking about that compound we need to live up. 
Right. <laughs> Imagine if we lived in a compound and we lived by kingdom principles, man, our little area would be floating. We'd have a line outside our, our, our stone walls. Want us to lay hands and teach us. Man, I want that for our family. I want that for our ministry. Because with that, we can honestly, truly help God do what it is that he desires to have done on this earth. And I'm still struggling with people that I'm just trying to, can we just be obedient? Can you just be obedient? If you stand and be obedient to God, he'll work everything out behind you. Our children, our finances, our health, our wealth. We have got to walk away from our flesh and live in our spirit. You know, of course we're going to have some fleshly, you know, come on now. We, we, we're here and we love to eat and there's some foods that we don't want to give up. You know, just them taste buds alone. But... If we could walk in 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 our spirit more than we walk in our flesh, how much more powerful we would be. That's my desire Amen. for us as a family and us as a ministry. Can I say something, Anthony? Yes, baby, go ahead. Um, I was going to say that the teaching today mm-hmm. explains why God was reluctant to give Israel a king. Because remember, in the beginning, they kept asking, they kept asking, and he was reluctant to, to give them a king. But it, it makes us understand why he didn't want to give them a king. He meant for them to be the kings of the right. earth. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see, see, there it go. There goes something that opened up a scripture. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, give you a better understanding of, of different parts that you've read over and over. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a deeper understanding of why. Is that something? That's why he didn't want to give them a king. Because he never intended for man to rule over man. Wow. Hmm. 
That's something. Well, I guess I'm going to stop right there. And uh, next week we'll go into... Um, um, I don't, let me see what the date is next week, because I, one, uh, I know Apostle is going to switch, okay, I think she's going to do the 29th, so on the 22nd, we'll go into the, uh, the loss of the kingdom. And the act of treason, man. Man, that was just so awesome. It, it, it teaches us that the fall of man was not just a personal act of disobedience, but was essentially an act of treason. But Adam and his descendants commit, committed the ultimate act of betrayal, deserving the penalty of death. But God didn't give it to him. So it, uh, God showed some mercy way back then, huh? Amen. I tell you, the the, the more I go into this, the the ooh, mm, wow. So uh, we'll we'll start there next week. The loss of the kingdom, how it got lost, and how we got it back. That's gonna be on the uh, the twenty second teaching. All right, all right. Well, I want to thank everyone for uh, joining us this afternoon, and I, I I pray that there was something said that. Um, made you think or question or even cleared up something for you. But most of all, it made you want to seek God even more. God loves us because we enjoy learning of him, reading his word, and learning his way. I just encourage us to stay at it. Make sure you take a little time out every day in the week and just spend a little time with God, whether you're reading a scripture or reading a a word of encouragement or whether you're praying. Just always let him know that you acknowledge him. And that 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 day, I'm going to need you to stay with me, Lord, because I'm going to need you to help me get through this day. If your days could be anything like math sometimes, it ain't no way to get through them but with him. People can pull on you from one way to the other. Even with uh, in school, you you know, you need you need that you need God. You know, you need him to strengthen you, to encourage you. to help you to learn new things that you don't know, to help you to retain them, memorize them. I know I'd be needing him for that, man. I'd be like, okay, Lord, I done read it now. You're going to have to help me retain it. 
and know it. Father God, we just thank, praise, and magnify you. We thank you, Lord God, for coming and sitting and supping with us, Lord God, because you said if two or more come in your name, that you would be in the midst of them. So we thank you for that, Father. We thank you for an awesome week that we had last week and for all the blessings that you're going to give us in the coming week, Lord God. We thank you even for the hard places, Lord God, even for the places that we don't quite understand yet, Lord God. But what we do know, Lord God, is that we have faith, and we have faith in you, Father. We trust you, Lord God, above all. We trust you. We look unto the hills from which cometh our help, Lord God. Our help comes from you, and we thank you for it, Lord. As we leave each other, don't let your spirit leave us, Lord God. Keep us strengthened until we see one another again, Father God. Help us to love like you love us, Lord God. Help us to be patient with one another. Help us to encourage each other as one is going through long suffering. And we just thank you, Lord God. And we lift up every family member that's represented on the line today, Lord God, and we ask that you do something miraculous miraculous in their lives, Lord God, that'll make them come closer to you, Father, that'll seek you with their whole heart, Lord God. We ask that you cover all our children, Lord God, in your blood. Put your heads of protection around them, Father God, and remind us to dispatch their angels every morning before they leave the house. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the strength that you've given each and every one of us. We thank you for letting us celebrate our mother's 83rd birthday, Lord God. Thank you for her health and strength. These things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm going to turn off the recording, you all. Hold on. Okay. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.